Let's talk about being garden keepers. The lead verse is Genesis 2:15, And I quote, Then the Lord God took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and to keep it. This is a brief but inclusive job description. I see in it a mandate to be both a keeper, Reed Stewart, and a guard. God charged Adam with recognizing the greatness of God in all of his creation. He had animals to name, rivers to tame, and trees and plants to tend so that each might be fruitful in its season. His job as keeper required full use of his resources of thinking and planning to be most diligent in the continuance and expansion of God's goodness and creation. It was also his duty to protect the garden from anything that might be counter or diminish or corrupt God's goodness to his creation. But Adam didn't hold fast to the truth, but let the snake in to do its worst. He was replaced by an angel. Genesis 3.24 states, Therefore, the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. So he drove out the man and stationed cherubim on the east side of the Garden of Eden, along with a whirling sword of flame to guard the way to the tree of life. Note, the Hebrew word here for guard is exactly the same as the word keep in Genesis 2.15. Although Adam failed as keeper of the garden, his work as a farmer, raising a family, and carrying forward the story of God did preserve God's plan and purpose. As God's children, we have the same duties of keeper or steward of God's treasures and guardian of the truth of God's plan and creation. Being a guard of God's truth requires an unrelenting pursuit of holiness. That is a topic for another day. Today we are considering the assignment as a worker or steward of God's treasures. The following is a concise discussion of stewardship as quoted from the International Standard Encyclopedia of the Bible, and I quote, The parable of the unjust steward best illustrates the practice. This steward was a freeman, had full charge of his master's affairs, and could use them to his own advantage if he chose, was fully accountable to his master, and had to render an account when called upon. If unfaithful, he was usually discharged at once. That's in Luke 16, 1 through 13. The parables of the minas, or the money, is found in Luke 19, 20, 27. The parable of the talents is found in Matthew 25, 14, 30. And finally, the wicked husbandman <coughs> about the use of property in Matthew 21, 33 through 46 teach all similar truths. In his warning to the disciples, Jesus seems to imply that they were to act as stewards in his absence. That's in Luke 
12.42. According to this passage, a steward's task was to manage all of the affairs of the master, attend to his receipts and expenditures, and portion out to each one of the household what should come to him. The disciples were left thus in charge of his gospel and were to use this gift to the best advantage on behalf of others until his return. End of quote. From these parables, we see that money is not the only object of stewardship. Money is perhaps the most visible target as it's measurable and so easily transferable and so easily abused. Tim Keller, pastor of New York's Redeemer Presbyterian Church, argues that many of us have a middle-class spirit. That is, yes, we want Jesus to redeem us from our sins and give us eternal life, but we are hardly dependent upon him. We don't need to be. Generally, we have enough resources to resolve many of our wants as well as our needs. So the question is, are we depending on God or the idol of our own affluence? Having said that, I want to emphatically add that guilt is an unsatisfactory motivator for giving of one's resources. God loves a cheerful giver, so the gift would not be well received. Giving begrudgingly almost certainly will have a negative effect on the giver, both short and long term. Yes, the Bible Fellowship is facing an enormous question. Will the church body accept the challenge of being garden keepers? While funds are a major part of the building initiative, there remains every day the need for garden keepers with many talents in the, in the BFC ministries. I suggest that your time may be as important as financial contributions. Psalm 31, 14, that's through 16. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands and deliver me from my enemies and from those who pursue me. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your loving devotion. Blessings and have a very good day.